that Kaddish Baruch should help us. If we will continue and just quarantine ourselves and keep away, the suggestion was 40 days, from not to bury our Neshama all over again. It's how much beauty, how much greatness we can find. Again, not that we will in the hymnet, not that we will become a great tzaddikim, not that next Shabbos we'll make Yiddish and we'll take a cup of wine, it's with unnamed koch and it'll start boiling. That's not it. That's against the whole theme of Torah. The theme of Torah is that in our everyday life, in our everyday life, in our everyday life, in our business, in our kitchens, we can find the beauty of our neshama. To find the beauty of our neshama is not the moment we're in Shemayim. The greatness of a Jew is not when he's in Besmedrash. The beauty of a Yid is not when he's davening. When he's Bashamayim, of course now you're in Shemayim, you're great and you're beautiful. The greatness and the true beauty of a Yid is when he's Ochid Bashamayim of Arab. When he is involved in earthly, everyday pursuit of his natural life. And he fills his natural life with Kedusha, with Tyra. He realizes that every moment he is in his home, he can smile and he can bring Sholem in his house and she can smile back. And this could be a base of Migdosh. Of course the base of is a base of Migdosh. But to make our kitchen a base of Migdosh, to make our kitchen a Kodesh Kadoshim, our bedroom could be a Kodesh Kadoshim, our living room could be a Kodesh Kadoshim. We can dress with sneers, and every time we get dressed, this can be a demonstration of remembrance of Akkadish Baruch. Every time we eat, this can be a demonstration of kashris, of diktuk, of rochis, etc., etc. We can bake a cake, and again, it can be delicious, and it can be with a recipe, and we can put in depth with a hundred recipes. But add another word. That Yankelet should be, should, should, when he goes to Cheder tomorrow, and is in his knapsack, he has a piece of cake. Oh, Ichob, Ichob, I, I persist, I made it's the Ayyidah kids of Kenan Lani. Shemayim, the oris can be attached. We have a tendency to smile. We have a tendency to be happy. But this could be, this could be Shamayim. We can make people around us happy. And at those moments we don't have a tendency. We can't be Ochid Shamayim for Now I'm going to now discuss the second half of my lecture. I'm going to a very deep union. It's like Boimer. And you'll excuse me for being. I'm going to discuss, as I mentioned before, Tfilin the Rebbeinu What is the secret of Tfilin the Rebbeinu 
Now, first I will explain it halakhically, and then I will explain what it means, and try to give us a certain message of Filin Rebbeinu Filin have four parshas. They are as follows. Shema Yisrael, V'hoya im Shemoya, Kadesh Nikol B'chor, V'hoya Kibiyah. This is the state of Filin. Rebbeinu this is according to Rashi. Rabbeinu Tam says that filling should be in a different order. It's a machlekis how to interpret the Gemara. And according to Rabbeinu Tam, the statement is as follows. Shema Yisrael, v'hoye im shemoya, v'hoye ki liyacha, and kadosh. In other words, the two v'hoyas are in middle. This is called by the Yishayim, havayas be'emta. V'hoya and v'hoya in middle. By Rashi, it goes Shema Vahoya, Kadesh Vahoya. According to Rabbeinu Tam, it goes Shema Vahoya, Vahoya, Kadesh. You with me? Now there's a secret. The secret is as follows. We know that the Shem Hashem is Yud Kei Vav Kei. The Shem Kodesh of Trilad Rabbeinu Tam is Yud Kei Kei Vav. Two hays, havayas be'emta. And I'm trying to, I'm going to explain today, in our level, in the Yerat of Shimon Yechoi, in the way it's being explained in this far, what is the secret of Yud, K, K, Vav, instead of Yud, K, Vav, K? Now, you will notice, the Yud, K remains the same. The difference is the Vav, K. So we won't talk about the UK, we'll talk about the Vov K. And here there's a difference between if you say Vov K or K Vov. Now, let me get let me try to explain the message as follows. The, we know that if you are going to build a building, someone decides to build a building. There is a saving. First, you make plans. You call an architect and he plans out the building. And then the building can fall into place. That's how the Seder, that's how things run. First you plan it, and you build it, and after you build it, comes the building. Could you imagine the building before the building of the building? Of course not. First you have to build the building, you have a whole Seder, and then the building comes forth. And I call it Baruch in the world, that is the same. The Vav refers to the Minas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Gedula, as we said before, Gevura, Teferes, Netzach, Hoit, and as we said before, Ochit Vashemayim Vaoritz. And in the end comes the hay. The hay is a building. You ever see a hay as a building? In Filmen Abbe Metaf, the Seder is turned over. First came the building, and then came the Seder. Now, I'm sure you're looking at me, excuse me the expression like crazy, what are you talking about? I'm going to put it into our language. I'll tell you two little stories and now you understand what I'm saying. One story of the Medrash and a second story which I heard from my brother-in-law who heard from someone who saw this story with his own eyes. And after I tell you these two stories, you'll tell me, I know hundreds of such stories. 
I don't mean to minimize any other stories, but I'll try to emphasize the idea. The Medrash says, when Yankee Povinu walked into Yitzchok, and he was dressed up like Esau, Vayorach Esreach Begodol, and he smelled the smell of his clothes. And Rashi brings it down. And Rashi says, can there be an ill-smelling thing as the, as the, as the, the or, the leather of, of a, of a Hidik? He had, he had pieces of, of a, the skin, excuse me, the skin of the goat. It's a terrible smell. What does it mean by Yorech and Sreach the God? Chazal put this into deeper words and it is the same question. He smelled his clothes. This is an ill smelling ill smelling skin. And he smelled the delicious fragrance of his traitors. Boy gave me the traitor. The beautiful greatness of the traitors of the, of the children of Yaakov Avinu. And the Medrash tells a story. Yosef Meshisa. There was a traitor, a Jewish traitor called Yosef Meshisa. At the time when the Goyim, when the Romans went into the Beis Hamikdash. And they felt that the Beis Hamikdash is such a great and holy place. Self-called is the house of HaKadosh Baruch the creator of the world. They didn't want to be the first one to desecrate the Mechal the Kedusha. They took a Jewish traitor, he was a Meshumid, and they said, Yosef Meshisa, you go in first and grab something. Whatever you want, you grab it, it'll be yours. Yosef Meshisa went in and he came out with a Menorah. Now, I don't have the time now to des describe what is the Menorah. Maybe I should describe it just for a moment. The menorah Hazor was made by a thousand kikar. I don't remember how much a kikar is, but several, several pounds. Several thousand pounds of pure gold was taken, and they, 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 they cleansed it and cleansed it a thousand times until it became one kikar. It was so pure, it shone like the sun and the moon. And from this, they made a menorah. I think if there's anybody here who has a hundred thousand billion dollars, I think it's not enough to pay for this manure. I'm talking, I'm not being modest. I mean, it's, it's absolutely priceless. And Yosef Mishisa walked out with this manure and said, this is mine. So the Goyim said, This is too much. This is not what we meant. This is not for a simple person. This is for a king. You know what? You go in and you take something else. Let's leave this, leave this out. Take something else. And he said, Mishisa said, It's enough that I was machis, that I, that, that I, that I, that I, I went against the Kodesh once. So they said, you go in again. He says, no, I'm not going in. So they told him, you know what? If you go, then we will pater you. We will make you but you won't have to pay taxes for a year's time. He says, I'm not going in. He said, they said, well, you won't have to pay taxes for all your life. I'm not going in again. You and all your family. 
and Chazal say, Achesorku espisoroi b'masreikis shel barza. They tortured him to death with coals of iron, the same torture of the Bakibas. And he was crying, Woe is to me that I went against my Creator. This traitor, the Jewish traitor, that he went into the Beis Hamidosh and he had the loneliness and the ugliness to take the most beautiful utensil for himself. And the guy said, this is too disgusting for, even for us. And all of a sudden he turned face, something happened. And he was most in nefesh like Rebbe Kiva. At your circle was bestowed in Las Vegas, I want to tell you a similar story in our generation. I heard this from my brother-in-law, that he heard this from someone who was there. In the time of the, the Nazis in the concentration camps, they once gave out food in one of the camps, and there was a yid who refused to eat, it was chadr, it was trey, refused to eat it. There was a goyish, a Nazi policeman, an SS man, that heard, and he went in, and he's going to force the Jew to eat. And he caught a hold of the Jew, and he says, you eat this meat, or else I'll kill you. And this is the wrong Jew. He caught a Jew by accident, he made a mistake. A Jew who was absolutely secular, and all his life he ate trade. He never ate kosher. And he says, you eat this meat, or else I'll kill you. He says, no, I won't eat it. And he beat him almost to death. And he refused to eat this piece of coffee. And they asked him, what, what happened to you? What, you went crazy? You, all your life you ate chazi. What happened to you? Why didn't you eat this chazi? He says, now I realize. Now I finally realize what it means to eat chazi. The delicious fragrance of Yorech Yisraeach the God of the Jewish trade. Now, Rabbi Sai, let us come back to our previous subject. Here we find what is called Tfil in the Rebbeinu Tam. Many of us, we say, the Hashem we are willing to give away our lives for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we say to ourselves, and it's true, that if a, Jew, if a girl would come to me and say, either you bow down to this cross or I'll kill you, with great simcha, we'll let ourselves be killed. And we're willing that they should tear our flesh with Masrekas Shalbarza. This is the happiest, the most beautiful moment that a person could ever reach. But this went with a Seder. First, we went to Cheder. We went to, we went to Chumash. We went to Besyankiv. We were taught. We learned. We grew in the Yiddish environment. We realized the importance of Torah, we realize the serious nefesh, and then the final product. First the Vav, and then the K. First the Gedula, and the Gevorah, and the Teferah, our glory, and our, our eternity, our beauty. And then, the great building that we finally finalize. Here, it started the opposite. Here you had Yosef Meshisa, who never learned, all his life he was a traitor, all his life he went against the Torah. And the guy says, you go in? He says, sure, sure thing. And he picks out the most beautiful utensil. 
a low, ugly act which the Goyim said is disgusting. And all of a sudden, the building comes forth. The greatest greatness. The hay, the building, before the training. Ayyid said, all of life is chazer. And all of a sudden, the deepest nakuda in the Yiddish nefesh explodes. Now we find our nefesh also exploding. But we opened it up slowly, step by step. Every Pasuk Chumash we learn, every Yom Kippur we go through, every Rosh Hashanah we go through, one after another, one after another. That if we will come to an Assyrian, of course we'll give our lives for our Kodesh Baruch Because our Yiddish Neshama is uncovered. But here you find a person that his Yiddish Neshama exploded suddenly. And this is called, in the Lashon HaZoyar, fill in the Olam Haba. And you know why it's called fill in the Olam Haba? Let me tell you why. Because Rabbi Tavis, Rabbi Zion, Zangazan, told us very, very deep understandings of Olam Haba. And one of the understandings is as follows. I don't know if he said these words, but this is very important fundamental. Everything in the world is, is a chain. And a chain, the link, this link has to go into the realms of this link. Olam Haba days. It was in the Mashiach, the days of Mashiach, even though Mashiach isn't coming. But the Ruach of Mashiach goes in out the end of the days in our life. And that's called Iknas in the Mashiach. And today we see this Olam Habitak miracle. We see Bali Chuvit. And we see Tfilna Benotah. We see the building. We see today. And I have seen with my eyes. And you'll see it with your eyes. How people, the hay before the book, never learned, never studied, never appreciated, and the greatest greatness exploded. And then you start to learn. Now this is very important to realize the hay has to come before the book, but they have to have the book because you can't stay with the hay. You can't stay with that great that excitement. So you have to sit down and learn and realize what you're doing, what it means to be a yid. But there are two ways to do it. There's Rashi's film and Rebbeinu Tam's film. Rashi's film is, it goes with the Seder. Learn, study, delve into it, put a deepness, and then you'll get there. Rebbeinu Tam's film is the exact opposite. You heard of art? Explode! Explode! Vaili shechasti is boiding. I won't eat this chazer. All your life ate chazer. Explode it. And then, what happened to me? Let me find out. Let me find out. What does this mean, Atit Chazer? Learn and, and, and get the understanding of it. I just want to finish with these words. Today is Lag Boimer, and I was trying to explain what is Lag Boimer. Lag Boimer is the day that the B'shem and Yechoi finished this great message of Torah. That our Neshama, our beauty, the true beauty of a Yid, 
can be expressed. The Sidus had Tyrus, the secrets of Tyrus, and the Sidus of the Nishama, our greatness. We are, as we say in Philozak, I always say these words with such, these are the words, It's true that I'm an American boy, but I'm also Abraham Yitzhak Yankit's child. This we all know. But that Abraham Yitzhak Yankit's child can have an expression. In our everyday life, we can live. We can build families, we can build homes. We can go on to business as a Ben Avram Yitzchak Yankit. That the beauty and the greatness of the Yiddish Nishama can have expression in our everyday lives. We don't have to make this big difference from between the Shemai and the Oretz. When you go into the Bismedish, we have the Gemara. When it comes to Yom Kippur, we read the Mahzer. We go into our homes, we catch the Time magazine and all the Shmutz and all the Shorets. And this, this terrible Mechitza, it doesn't have to be. Our homes can be a home of Kedusha. Our home can be a home of Tyre. We can have holiness in our everyday life. But the question is, this needs a lot of training. It'll take a long time till we reach this greatness. And here is the second message I'm trying to bring out. Film the Behotah tells us that we can change the whole Seder. We enjoyed three days of Chizuk. And I think in my own experience, in many of your experiences, people who were here before, if you walk, if you go home today, and you heard lectures, you heard about Yemais HaMashiach, and about Sechar Limud, and about all the beautiful messages, and if anyone will say to himself, what did he say? <laughs> Whew. It was so much. What, why exactly did I, am I supposed to pick up all of a sudden his chalimut? And why? He said actually we, we get rid of the magazine for 40 days. But yeah, what, yeah. There was an explosion. And afterwards the bomb will come. Take the tapes and listen to them over again. And you'll hear, how, you'll hear every prat. It was Torah and there's beauty and there's understanding. And it's it's a vote. It's Gedunah and it's Kavura and it's Tiferis and it's Netach and it's Hoyt. But don't wait. First, make the explosion. Beautiful, beautiful suggestions. Make a certain commitment. For instance, for instance, I participated in 28 seminars, everyone, I think, Baruch Hashem, came out, almost, I think 26, that I was here. And I think every time I heard the Mizriya talk about Tzachanim, Baruch Hashem, I have Baruch Hashem, well, my oldest children are in but I have in the Cheder, I have a, a Matasil, and I have a Hillel. And when I'm here, I say, ah, I'm going to the Manaya, I'm going to the principal, and I'm going to Pesachalim. And between here and Israel, there's a wide Atlantic Ocean. 
why the Atlantic Ocean? And there's a big mechitza between the Shemayim and the Arts. And when you come home, and you wait for three days, and you have a little, you know, you have a little card, and you look at the, the balance in your bank, <laughs> then things, the things, things change. And one time I made a decision. The decision was, when I came home, I was still, and I called the child, and I picked up the phone, and I said, you know, um, I want to know how much, and all of a sudden, what am I doing? And before I, before I knew it, I was finished. It was too late. And I hung up the phone and I said, are you crazy? It exploded. That was it. And later, I started realizing what a beautiful thing I did. The first thing I made a commitment. And when you go home together, and a husband and wife talk to each other, I want to tell a little story about my, in my own life. There was a time when I was, you know, a person has all kinds of ups and downs. There was a time, a few days, I was, I was at edge and I was nervous and I was, I didn't, it happened a few years ago, I didn't know what it was. I don't know what it was. And whatever my wife said, I used to say, I used to say, I had an expression. One time I said, I need makpid. You, you should have done that. So she said, one, I come makpid. You're makpid, what happened to you? Let me tell you, so makpid, everything you're makpid. And it bothered me. And something exploded in me. I don't know what I did, something exploded. I took a little piece of paper and I wrote a note on the table. And I said, I wrote a note to my wife. You say it to yourself, it's not worth a penny. I said, I wrote, made it. from today till Pesach, I won't be makbid. Even something which I'll be halacha, I should be makbid. Which I should really be makbid. And before I know what happened, she found the note. And that was the end of it. That was the end of it. And until Pesach, I couldn't be makbid because I told you. And from then on, Baruch Hashem, my life is a lot more balanced. I won't say that I'm good. But it's hard to describe how much more balance. Because something exploded with me. And I, and I put on 200 bin top. I put on 200 bin top. First I built a building, and then I said, wait a minute, what am I doing? And this is a wonderful idea, how to accomplish this. Especially in our generation, in the time of Elam Havim. Because this is filmed in Eilam Habam. Because we are in a time of Ixit the Mashiach. We are in a time where the lowest situation we ever was, and it's hard to do things. And if we're going to have to put on Rashi's film, we have to first step after step, and step after step until you finally get there. You'll never get there. First, get the explosion. Vayorech Yisraelach Boigdov. Explode. Make decisions. Discuss it with somebody. Bring it out. Afterwards, you'll see how beautiful your decisions were. How, how great it was. And this is just an explanation of the beautiful ideas that we had heard. So the Baruch should help us in this wonderful day of Lag Bo'emer. As we had mentioned before, the day when the Mishim Ben brought forth that the deepest, the most beautiful secrets of Torah and Allah Nefesh can be expressed by us. We can be beautiful. 
We can be, we can be an endless Yiddish kinder. We can be true Yiddish kinder with every beauty, every greatness. How do we get there? One of the beautiful ways was these three wonderful days. We got excited. We got excited. An explosion came. Do something about it. Make a certain commitment. But make certain commitments. Discuss it between man and wife. The Israel said, make a Seder. A husband and wife should learn every day. This is beautiful. This is genius. This is great. And we all say, you know, when I come home, the only way to do it, I want to tell you, if I'd want to do it, if I would make this decision, I'm just telling you from experience, the only way to do it is to, get it, to, to walk out of this hall and to call up my wife and say, you know what? From now on, every day we're going to have a say. Maybe that's the way to do it. To make a certain commitment. And it's a posik. And Rabban says, Im to'iru, when there is an Israelis, Im to'iru with the hour of love, Achetechbots, make it a chayfet. A chayfet means something you can grasp. Don't leave it an idea. Don't leave it as a philosophy. Don't leave it as a beauty. Achetechbots, grasp it. Make it a chayfet. Hold on to it. Grasp it. Commit yourself. Fill the rabbi with time. Build the building. And afterwards, step by step, realize how beautiful the building was that you built. Because the Prophet should help us that these three wonderful days of Chizuk should be a Chizuk to us and the people around us. And the Prophet should help us to Emmet. In this wonderful day of Lagro Emmet, we should be Zeche, as Chustib Shimon Yechoi, Mukawad Ibn Mashiach. The Torah lecture that you just heard is dedicated to the memory of Arav Shimshon David Ben Arav Chaim Avram Pinkus Atzal, his wife Chaim Mindel Aleya Shalom, and his daughter Miriam Aleya Shalom, who were together tragically taken from us in a fatal car accident on Yudbeis Nisan Tovshin Samachalaf. Rabbi Shimshon Pinkus Atzal was one of the founders of Shalhevest. He shared his Torah wisdom with us for 16 years and participated in close to 100 Shalhevis weekend seminars and in many, many more lectures. His potent messages passed on to his listeners, his strong and serving bond to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and his enthusiasm in Kiyim and Kedishas HaMitzvahs and Kedishas HaZmanim. His words brought individuals close to the Rebbeinu Shalolam and his pure Torah Digashkafa so beautifully presented instilled Yiddish character and true Torah values into Jewish homes that will be sensed and still in generations to come. We are grateful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for this chus of having recorded all his lectures to share with Kal Yisrael. His words will live on and continue to inspire us and bring us closer to Hashem by serving Him better. It is our fervent tefillah that any steps of growth acquired from this lecture to be as chus for his alias neshama, harav shimshain david ben harav chaim avram zatal, and for the alias neshama of his wife and daughter, Chaim Mendel and Miriam Aleim Ashalim. For additional cassettes, please contact Shalhevis at 718-633-3005 or 718-438-7332. We're located in Borough Park on 1270 48th Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11219.